0: Irreverent, entertaining, cool, you're listening to L.A. Talk Radio.
1: You're listening to It's Complicated with Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli, only on L.A. Talk Radio. Hey everyone, welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated. The struggle
2: is real when you're dating in the city. I'm Jen and
1: I'm Lauren and we are back and today we have a special guest Aida Rodriguez. She is most recognized for being a top 10 finalist on season 8 of NBC's Last Comic Standing. She's also been on a variety of other things which she's going to tell us about today. We can't wait to talk to her because she says the things that everyone Needs to say. But yeah. she does it for you.
2: She does it for you because people get so nervous about being honest and shit. And she's just like, um, hi, this is it. So deal.
1: Deal. So we might even have her do a special game with us later.
2: I think that if we get to it, it'll be good because I like candidness sometimes.
1: I also do. And sometimes I just forget the words to say because I'm like two in my head. So having somebody yeah. else like pull it out of you or – Or remind you of what you should be saying Is I think going to be great
2: Somebody that's good at being brutally honest And also an outside perspective is a great combo Sometimes especially when you're dating Because you need that outside perspective You get in situations and you're like Everything's peachy keen And sometimes it's not And you need someone to slap
1: you out of it Which is why it's so great to uh, date In this day and age when you have screenshots So you can send them to all your friends And be like wait a second did I misunderstand this? People What's put, happening here?
2: People put you in your place. They're like, no, 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 no. That While that sounds great, or it could be the reverse. Like, wait, why are you taking it that way? He meant it sounds like he's being nice, mm-hmm. or you never know.
1: My favorite Instagram uh, meme right now is there's your side, his side, and then there's the screenshots. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the reality. Right. So, yeah.
2: Oh, geez. Dating, dating, dating. This is obviously our source of... Every topic we ever 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 talk about today. <laughs> no, but I mean. Uh, the reason why it's actually funny because the reason why this radio show even came about for jen and i is because we and a lot of our girlfriends are single and we found that we talk about dating all the time like when we're not like oh are we gonna go out or how are you how's work like all that like ancillary jargon just comes in and out and then we get to the nitty-gritty like what guy are you seeing if you're seeing a guy what's going on like what did he last say is there drama is there not drama how is it it's like the topic of every conversation
1: every conversation i think it's because that's what we care most about as like human beings also as females
2: well yeah it's about like finding and trying to create a connection and then when you're in the process of doing it there's so many things that happen and there's so many ways things can go and then you and all your girlfriends it's like that's all we talked about so we're like why don't we just talk about it On air,
1: Yeah, for everyone to hear. No big deal.
2: Yeah, because trust us, we have plenty of stories to tell. Plenty. Oh my goodness. So last weekend, this is a story. Jen and I basically (laughs) killed it. We went out and Jen lives in a different area of LA now. So we decided to explore that area. Went out um, and, you know, it's been, I've lived in LA for a while. So it's been a while since I've been out in this area and it was fun. It was like not that much different than I remember it, but it was like a good change. And we ran into people that Jen has met before. Yeah. And uh, then the night, like, wackiness ensued. Like, this guy's friends came over and started talking to us. Then he came over, and then Jen realized that she knew him and he knew her. And so the night went on from there. We, like, bar hopped, and then we met other people. And I think then once you're in this mode of, like, meeting people and being open to people, then they're kind of, like, keep coming towards you.
1: Yeah. we kept
2: meeting different people all night long.
1: I think people were gravitating toward us because of exactly what you're saying. And it felt good as like us, I think, like getting that attention and not just because like, oh, look at us, look at us. You know, like we need attention. It was more like a reminder like we got this. Sometimes it can be hard when you're like in the same city with the same people doing the same things. You forget what you like who you are. Yeah,
2: you forget who you are. You go through the motions, and then a little thing like this kind of reminds you, like, oh, there. Even on a like surface level, there's other things to do besides go to this one same bar all the time. Or now, granted, like the shit that happens is still the same. It's not like we had some crazy thing happen and we met our husbands or something. But like no. <laughs> we, you know, it's still all was the same. It was just a nice change, and then it kind of like shook things up a little bit. So we, we, um. We had fun. I realized that I'm a pretty good wingman, which I did – sometimes I am. Sometimes I'm, like, not into it, though. Sometimes I'm like, dude, I'm not into staying out this late. Like, I don't know what you're doing, girl, but go do your thing. I am leaving. You will be fine on your own. Yes. And then – but for whatever this weekend I was – into the wingman ness
1: you were like excellent like after the fact I wrote you like a whole speech like you killed it on the wingman front because I think it's a very hard role to play because you have to pretend you're interested in the people around or you might have to find interest in the people just because like that's who you're with like while someone else is maybe meeting someone and stay positive and stay like upbeat and having fun and like keep the whole party going and like, you were great at, like, talking to all the people and, like, balancing act. And- right.
2: I think it was the amount of alcohol I had in my system.
1: <laughs> Could it be the wine, then the vodka, then the wine,
0: then the vodka, I then mean, the wine, then the vodka? And then
2: the, the, what was it, like, a mocha martini? I never even get flavored martinis. You know. They're, like, disgusting to me. But because this guy was, like, all it is is, like, I think it was, like, a shot of espresso and, like, a little Kahlua and then just, like, vodka. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, that's fine. Because, you know, they make those stupid martinis and they're, like syrup and shit I can't drink that
1: no but I think that was perfect because you got the like dose of coffee maybe it
2: woke me up a little I can only have coffee like that when I'm drinking because it's like an upper and a downer and then they cancel each other out <laughs> otherwise if I had straight coffee like that I'd be like I might as well have done a line of coke not that I know what that's like in all serious I don't but I've never done that before because I think it. I know what doesn't mix well with me hence why I can hardly drink a cup of coffee sometimes but only when I'm like hung over or drinking So I knew it would be good. And then I was like, ooh, and it tastes good, too. It was actually pretty tasty.
1: (laughs) And it was like a fun environment. We were at the, which is not called the the Sri Lanka Hotel, but the Shangri-La Hotel. Which Jen kept saying Sri Lanka. But you know what? There, the, the door guy, Leon. Yes.
2: He was so nice and totally into our radio show. And maybe he's listening right now. Hey, if you are. But he started following us. Yeah. We got a fan, too. That was great. It was a great night. It was really fun. Yeah, we and then we just continue to drink. I you know, sometimes you get to a point too where you're like, how much alcohol did I have? And then you think back the next day and you're like, I think I seriously think I had like eight drinks.
1: I wouldn't doubt that. Because, I don't know
2: how I did that.
1: Well, we started at like eight, yeah. and we went until.
2: When you spread it out and forever. you're eating in between, then it's fine.
1: Yeah, we stopped for ice cream along the way. Yeah. Then
2: we had breakfast later on. Oh and- my goodness, it was a lot. Um, I am. I think you know what that was. I, I think subconsciously we were gearing up for this weekend. Yes,
1: because that's the Super Bowl. And we're going to San Fran and the surrounding areas. Yes. Are, where are we going? Santa Clara? Well, no, Santa Clara is where the stadium is,
2: the oh. stadium. But we will not be going over there.
1: I need to get my story straight because I've told the people an assortment of things.
2: Yeah, <laughs> San Francisco, San Fran. First of all, don't call it that or Frisco because the second you do, oh, I would never like, call it
1: Frisco. Who?
2: Where? So San Francisco is where we're going. The whole
1: name. It's like not a frat or it's, it's not, a fraternity. No,
2: it's not like you're in L.A. and you're an agent and you don't have time to say the word availability so you can only say avail. No.
0: It's San Francisco. do that. Why yeah, it's the that.
2: worst. I hate when people abbreviate words that don't need to be abbreviated because it only is like 0. .5 more seconds of speaking. So yes. Calm
0: down.
1: However, we will butcher the rest of the English language and… Yeah create new words. Well,
2: so uh, San Francisco Tose. is where we're going. Uh, we are super excited about it. There's going to be a billion festivities. My brother hit Super Bowl uh, City this weekend. So Super Bowl City is like the Market Street Embarcadero area of the city where they've kind of like closed it down and there's booths and there's like NFL experiences and everything's really expensive. Oh, good. My brother's like, it's like a million dollars for a soda. Like, don't even bother. I'm like, oh, God. So, you know, they're going to do that. But anyway, there yeah some live shows. I think Alicia Keys is performing. Um, So we're going to hit that up. We're going to hit up the parties, too, which we're really excited about. And um, we're probably going to be drunk the entire time.
1: Totally. And we're going to video most of it. So stay tuned either on (sighs) Periscope, Two Drunk Girls, TV on YouTube. You'll you'll be seeing some stuff. I'm nervous because we did take a video of each other this weekend and it was painful we did it while we were drinking to see what that would look like you know in action because normally we'll just drink in studio and like it's in controlled a controlled environment for
2: for our two drunk girls show and this was like what if we were already shit-faced and then we were we were talking about the oscars and it was like whoa (laughs) jen jen could not keep her facts straight i couldn't (laughs) say my words straight it was like i you know what i think we could do though jen i think we could chop it up and release it and release it (laughs) stay tuned guys because i think we could make like a highlight reel of it It oh man funny
1: it's i think it's hysterical but it's like also kind of like oh no i'm embarrassing was i doing that in real life oh yeah
2: look is (laughs) that how it sounded when i was speaking to people like normally because it must have been an oh my god wow i thought i was like i seem totally sober i know well which is a good lesson to other people this is why you don't get in the car and also, this is why you should videotape yourself at one point during the night, so A, you can remember, and B, then you have a factual, like, re- like recreation of what it was actually like. Because in your mind, you're like, I was fine. <laughs> and then you're like, oh my god, no, I was not. Sure wasn't. Which is also why I think it's hard to do, but like, when you go on a date, I feel like you shouldn't drink that much, because I, I think it's okay to have a-, a couple drinks, but I think you wait until you're more comfortable with the person because then that shit happens and then you're like,
1: totally. A, you don't want to embarrass yourself. B, you want to actually remember the things you talk about. And you don't want to like, Put yourself
2: in a situation where you're, like, just because you're drunk, you're, like, doing, and I don't even mean sexual things, but yes, doing things with this dude you wouldn't normally do. Because then, guess what? When you wake up in the morning, you're sober, and you have to deal with this guy that thinks you like them or think, like, no thanks. I'm, mm-mm,
1: No. No. Mm-mm. So, like, but two drinks or less, probably.
2: I also am not the type of person who personally will get drunk and do things I wouldn't normally do. It's very rare. Like, I might be a little more loud or a little more like a teeny bit more hyped up but will I go and do things that like the next day I'm like oh my god that's not no I don't I really there's very rarely that I do that just because I think I'm like a little nervous and wound tight and I'm always in the back of my mind have consequences always
1: well that's good very responsible see not only is she a I wingman try. but she's a responsible wingman so I you try. should all get yourself a lauren you can't have this one because she's mine but wow. uh you can go find every one of your own i try um, i try well you do a damn good job so we have some celebrity gossip oh yeah rob gronkowski okay
2: i have a friend who is a huge patriots man he might be excited that i'm talking about rob i think they call him the gronk I think they do. Yeah. Anyway, um he is talking about Valentine's Day. Um I guess E-News has learned that this uh this tight end for the Patriots, he didn't even realize that Valentine's Day was coming and it's probably cuz he's single.
1: Yeah, he's and which is the most important part of this whole story because he's super cute and yeah, now is, we know he's single. He is very cute and he's single. And, and if you want to get him a gift for Valentine's Day, you should probably get him a calendar that says it's Valentine's Day approaching.
2: Also, it reminds me because it's such a Hallmark holiday. You know how Hallmark Channel always does like a bunch of Christmas shows? Which <laughs> My are, favorite. Our <laughs> favorite. They have a whole bunch of Valentine's Day shows (gasps) movies too. Don't
1: even Yeah, it's like there's like
2: four of them. They're Mm -hmm. like special Valentine's movies. Um oh my goodness. Uh Christensen, blonde hair, she was a Popular actress in the early 2000s. Helena? No, that's she's brown hair. No, I can't think of her name. Her last name's Erica. Erica Christensen. She's in one of them. I'm like, whoa. Whoa. It resurfaced in the Hallmark channel. But yeah, there's like four of them. Uh, movie
1: marathon. Yeah, we're going to watch
2: it. So maybe Gronk can come over and watch freaking Hallmark with us.
1: Well, maybe we'll meet him this weekend at the Super Bowl. Awesome. And then we'll have a Valentine's date that we share.
2: Double date with Cam Newton, who is like the hottest thing I've ever seen in my life. I don't know where he has been. I am just jumping on his bandwagon right now, but I literally cannot with him.
1: I know that you cannot.
2: Every – I tag Jen in every Instagram photo Every single one.
1: I think I still have to catch up on, like, one you sent last night. It's just too – Oh, he was doing karaoke. He was – well, yes, he
2: was. He sang a song, an Ellie Goulding song or some song. Or no, no, no. It was a Calvin Harris song. He's <laughs> like, Taylor Swift did Calvin Harris? What? The DJ? And then he sang the song. And it was so
1: – he's so cute. I don't even care. He could blink. And I'd be like, look, he's blinking. Oh, he's so cute. <laughs> well, that's love if I've ever heard of it. It is.
2: It's the real deal.
1: Uh, so there's a new dating app out there.
2: Oh, oh and yes. And it
1: spawned from the – phenomenon of hashtag two thousand fifteen best nine. It was at the end of the year when uh this app like released a collage of your photos that were the most popular throughout the year, got the most likes, and it like summarized your year in photos. So now that company took this concept and it's called nine. And through that you find people like on Instagram basically and date them. But it's kind of a confusing concept because it's like do they pick the nine photos? Is it the best nine of the year? What if they meet in the middle of the year? Where do those best nine come from? I well, wait.
2: So I think I'm. what I'm getting is is that the app will pick your nine, kind of like how uh the app, the uh, original
1: meme did, right? Like it picked
2: your most popular nine photos. So once it got the guess, most likes, right? I guess.
1: But then how is that going to like connect with other people and their nine photos? I'm sure there's going to be some well, algorithm. It's,
2: it's saying that based on your photo and maybe like what you've hashtagged or something like if you're a foodie and that's showing up in like a lot of your photos then that's gonna connect that's how it's saying it's gonna connect i don't know like like you said like technically how they do that but somehow they match it up that way because they see what most of your photos are what that has in common with someone else which i get that's kind
1: of well most of my photos are with you so (laughs) oh, so then you could date both of us (laughs) exactly two for the price of two so far there's one hundred thirty thousand. People on this app already, like as of day one, which is a lot because, you know, our complaint with these new apps is usually like, well, who am I going to date on there if there's like, yeah, there's nobody to choose from yet um however the people on there seem to be between the ages of 18 and 24 which we are not and don't want to date you
2: no thank you that's way too young and goodbye
1: but in other dating news uh eHarmony actually has a special that ends today and it is the service for nine ninety-five a month so which is
2: much cheaper than normal
1: much so if you want to try the service out and you want to subscribe now is the time to do it like right now Because otherwise it goes back to regular pricing.
2: It expires. And I know a lot of people who have hooked up and married and had kids from eHarmony. They say that eHarmony goes into like extensive questionnaire matching on like all different levels where obviously these dating apps are more, I think, surface level. Yeah. You can find somebody, sure. But like it's not – I feel that people that are on eHarmony are seriously like, I want to get married. Not just like maybe I'm dating.
1: It's like a a real serious report you have to fill out, and then you have to be approved. Like, if there's some issue within the things you filled out, like, they will reject you.
2: I would be very upset if that happened. Yeah, I can't imagine. How is that? How does that? That's fucked up. You're like, I am trying to date. I haven't had success in the dating apps. Like, this boyfriend cheated on me. I've tried to be set up. Like, I'm going to do eHarmony. Like, it's not last resort, but you're like... I'm doing this because I feel like this is serious and then you get on there and eHarmony rejects you too? Well, I I think... mean,
1: what is that? I think it's more that they reject you if you're not a serious person. So if you don't fill out the thing entirely or if you put one picture instead of six um, or your picture is inappropriate or like, you just didn't Mm -hmm. really even fill it out. So it's like, well, we don't want people that aren't serious about yeah. finding love on here because also then it's hard for them to probably do the algorithm and match if you're not actually yeah. filling out the thing you got to be serious but wouldn't that suck though if you
2: were <laughs> yeah. serious and you didn't know what you did and then you're like why are you rejecting me too? one
1: more person not telling you what happened turn
2: the adele on and get a bottle of wine that's what happens after that Oh <laughs> god um speaking of adele and songs Have you guys heard the new Mike Posner song? He's back. Mike Posner is back. (laughs) He had like one song like in 2011. And now he has a new one. And it's called I Took a Pill in Ibiza. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is A, because it's a good song. Mike Posner is I think like technically pretty awesome. He writes and produces for other people. Um, But what I love about him is that he is so self-deprecating. Like every word in the song is like – yeah, I just did this because I wanted this person to think I was cool. And I usually like try and date women, but I tell them that I'm busy with my job. But it's really because I can't open up. And like <laughs> the whole song is about like, I just like. Sounds like therapy. I did. The, I'm like in the only like part about the first line in the song is I took a pill in Ibiza because he says he wanted Avicii to think he was cool no and then that's it I would want
1: Avicii to think there There's no
2: (laughs) other part of the song that has anything to do with taking pills the rest of it is more about like I'm this guy and and it's not like (laughs) woe is me but he just kind of like yeah I'm like a washed up pop star like it's really like just this is what it is so and here's another song though and you might like it and actually I think it's doing pretty well but I like that about him because it feels kind of like us (laughs) like you don't really take yourself that seriously I mean listen we post pictures on Instagram photos of us or whatever but like most of the time we're kind of making fun of ourselves because who really wants to sit there and like be serious be super serious all the time like it's just so boring and not creative and like i i just selfies i mean i i think i have a problem with selfies like i have a really hard time posting a selfie if i'm taking a selfie it's to send it to somebody like a girlfriend cuz i'm like snuggling with my cat or something but i'm pretty <laughs> sure you could look at my instagram and there might be a selfie or two from like way
1: back when. Or it's like a promotional thing. Like we yeah. we do it at our radio show. We'll do it at After Buzz. Well,
2: right. And then we're kind of like making fun of ourselves. Or yeah, exactly. If I'm doing working or something. But rarely do I just sit in my car. I do. I don't have one photo like that where I'm in my car with my seatbelt on and I'm making like a face at the camera. What? Who? What? What? What?
1: Wait, but does that face that you don't make have duck lips?
2: No, even if you're not making du- duck lips, which is whatever. But like, the, take the seatbelt off and get out of your car or something. Like, who? What are you, <laughs> why? Hi, I'm in my car and I think I look pretty, so I'm going to take a photo and post it because I want everyone to see how
1: pretty I look right now. It's
2: like, how does that not? How do you not see that's what that is? To me, I'm just like barf in my mouth.
1: Barf. Also, when guys have dating profiles that have them taking a selfie in the mirror, like they haven't yeah. mastered like the Kim K, like upward angle selfie which actually makes you look good yes they do the like reflection Down. in the mirror yeah and like why
2: because they're just getting out of the shower and they want everyone to see that like lower ab area which <laughs> freaks me out like okay great that it's there but like also you're an inch away from showing me something that
1: is gonna make me go ee!
2: unless it makes you go ooh. Mm, what have you ever looked at a photo where you go ooh like a dick pic
1: I don't well Never. I, don't, I don't mind that so much as like a stranger a dick pic no <laughs> I've never looked at a dick pic and went, oh, yeah. Well, I mean... Ever. It's, it's not Sorry, like you haven't seen it before.
2: That's what I'm saying. And it's like, it looks like it's just, it's a dick. I mean, I, this is, come on. <laughs> it's not pretty. I mean, I'm fine with them, clearly. But like, do I look at him and go, oh, well, that looks good.
1: Well, on no. that note, I think we should bring in I our guest. <laughs> I think we should, Because I think we need her opinion and on I dick pics. <laughs> I think she
2: could tell us what she thinks about dicks and how she let's let's ask okay wait ada or aida are we saying aida Aida. Aida. okay okay i wasn't my grandmother's name was ada and she spelled it that way but Uh, it was pronounced that so i just didn't i was my
0: grandmothers are oh really Uh aida really on both sides wow
2: no way yeah well then that makes sense that that's your name (laughs) all right so no choice (laughs) while we're talking about it have you ever gotten a dick pic
0: I did, and you know I'm a stand-up comedian, so I got a dick pic from another stand-up comedian, <laughs> accidentally. He thought he was no. else. And it was so funny because he was so embarrassed. Mm. Um, he was sending the picture to his wife, and our names are very similar and they're four-letter names, similar in spelling, and um, but it was funny because. When I saw the picture, I was like, that's it? No. No. Wait, did you
1: write back, though?
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I made light of it because I knew he was uncomfortable. So. Of course. <laughs> but it was funny as hell. I wanted to give him hell for it. But then I was like, uh, he's going through a lot of shit right now. So yeah. So I can't. But um, I, I, um, I'm not, I don't get a lot of dick pics, though. I, I don't. Um, uh, I don't either. But I haven't really gotten. Uh, I think that's the only one I've ever gotten. You know, and it was an uh, accident. Unsolicited. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, you're like, hello, you just
2: hurt my eyes. Actually, I I, <laughs> I, think I may have before, but like they're mostly like a friend being like, yeah. look at this. Like whether it's like my super gay queen friend who always is like sending me memes of guys like having sex and you can see their dick. And I'm like, okay all right, well, this doesn't really affect me the same way it affects you, but thank you, though. Yeah. But, like, it's either that or a girlfriend being like, oh, my God, look, and, like, this. sends a screenshot.
0: And usually that's how I'm seeing them. And No, my girlfriend will send me pictures of guys. Yeah. She's always sending me pictures of dudes that she thinks that are really fine. and his. Yeah. But, you know, it's funny. I think it's because I'm a stand-up comedian. A yeah. lot of the comics, a lot of my female comic friends we don't we we're, we're we don't get those pe- because people are afraid that we're going to make jokes about them. Hell yeah! So they're not going to send us dick pics like because they're afraid of us. They're afraid to end up on stage. They're afraid oh, yeah. to end up in a. In a meme,
2: but do you think that even take it a step further? And when you're on a date with a dude, and he knows like what you do, do you yes. think they're a little bit afraid to like open up, or like that you're even in the moment going to poke fun? Like not even that you're going to bring it to the stage, but like it's hard to go up a, up against a stand up comedian. Mm-hmm. You guys are quick.
0: Yeah. Well, I think once it depends. Like I think once people get to know me and they know that I'm not on all the time. Yeah. A lot of some comedians are like there are some comics that I don't want to be around as a comic because. <laughs> They don't know how to turn it off. Everything is joke, 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 joke. And after a while, it gets really annoying. It's exhausting. But um, what I get from guys is that they try to out-funny me. are like, oh, they're giving me jokes. And they're always, they turn on, and then they start to, you know, try to, everything is trying to be funny. And it gets, that gets really annoying. Because I do it for a living. Yeah. It's my job, you know, it's like. You don't go out with a dentist and open your mouth and ask them to check your molars. <laughs> no, but like it's it's really uh it gets annoying. It's yeah. obnoxious after a while, especially yeah. when people aren't funny and they're mm-hmm. trying to be. Because that's, that's the painful worst.
1: to sit through. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Nobody likes that. Nobody no.
1: wants to be
2: a part of that. <laughs> I dated a stand-up comedian one time. I went like on two dates with him, and he was that guy on all the time, like constant. I felt like there should be like a drum behind him going dun dun oh, After everything no. he said, I'm like,
0: okay, I cannot. Yeah, those youth. are the worst. Those are the most insecure yes. men. Yep. Are comedians that are the insecure comics are the worst because that's the one thing they feel like they have and they have to they use that you know till the wheels fall off it's mm-hmm. like i'm funny i'm funny i'm funny i'm funny and they're like no you're annoying you're annoying you're yeah. annoying i
1: want to kill you yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> stab my own eyes
1: out i went out with a comedian once and he it sounded like he wanted to slit his wrists like he okay. was off well then he was that, so off i was like thing. go back on
2: that's the please. other thing too right like some of them are so dark and you know what i one of my pet peeves about <laughs> i love a funny guy a hundred percent when it's organic and whatever even if you're a stand-up comedian like you just give Some it a little here and there funny. but like when you are dark and then you you use people's like at someone else's expense basically if you're gonna make people laugh at someone else's expense like to be mean to that person that's a major turnoff to me I'm like okay now you're
0: just this is just getting dark and weird. Yeah. And no, and she, what she's talking about is those, uh, the depressed comics. Cause so much comedy is rooted in pain. There are quite a few like the, you know, I'm in a comedy club and a new, com- and a comedian gets a new TV show. I know to leave because I know that the, the depression and the envy and the jealousy and the meanness is going to be about us. Cause so many of us, are just tempering our our depression and our sadness into comedy. That's how we deal with a lot of our issues. So those, though, yeah, they can be depressing. Everything is, you know, FML. Like, it, mm. it, it, it gets... I'm, I'm very... I'm a happy person. So I kind of like... And I can be cynical and I can be bitter and yeah. angry like everybody else. But I don't, I'm so happy to be doing what I love to do that I just don't let myself get beat down by... The other stuff that's around me, but a lot of comedians, you know, you they're, you, you, they're like you, you you feel like they should be on suicide watch all the <laughs> time. It's a hard industry. Plus,
2: yes, comedy is rooted in like some Pink. sadness and pain, and that can come out. And and sometimes on stage, it's really funny yeah. when someone's super Absolutely. serious and like talking about themselves, and then but then they get off stage, and you're like, oh, that's really Who what you have.
1: As? Like this guy was like. My ex girlfriend cheated on me and took the dog <laughs> and now I have a house and it's empty. No dog. Oh I'm like, cool, do you wanna order a meal? Like food or what do you-, you know? Should we instantly, go? I thought of five guys I
2: know. Good. <laughs> oh, that's but, that's well, how
0: sad it is. You you're like
2: that's running rampant in the com yeah. the comic world. What you said you're in a comedy club. What does that mean? Like Oh no no. You just said, I'm part of a comedy club, and when someone leaves and gets a show. No, no,
0: I said, if I'm inside of oh, a comedy in, club. Oh, I thought, I was uh, going
2: to say, what is that, and how can I be a part of that? Because that uh, sounds yeah. really
0: fun. Sounds like a party. Exactly. I have I a bunch mean, of, pl- they have a bunch yeah. of cliques in the comedy com- uh, community. I, fortunately, am not a part of any of them. So I, I like the fact that I can, I, I parade by myself, because it gets really cliquish. No, but I'm saying, like, if we're at a comedy club, Whitney Cummings got a new TV show. Oh, my God, the, you, you. The, the hate that's spewed, it's just, it gets overwhelming. And if you don't leave, you become consumed by it. Because then you start thinking, why don't I have a TV show? Um, what did yeah. I do wrong? Well, I'm not good enough. It's the same, you know, but it gets, it can be depressing. It's kind
2: of like dating. Oh, yeah. That. Right? When you're like, why didn't he pick me? What, right. what? And then you see the guy on Instagram with another girl or something. You're like, what, Her? Well, what's wrong with me? Like, you're always... Comparing is, like, a really bad thing. Terrible. Oh, no,
0: it's the devil. <laughs>
1: yeah. It is the devil. But
2: it's hard not to do it, especially when you guys are all, like, doing shows together. You're all mm-hmm. trying to do the same thing yeah. or something like it, and then something happens for somebody or whatever, and you're like, ugh. You know, you just... How do you, like, make... How do you remove yourself from that and not let it affect you?
0: Well, I mean, I try to stay busy. I, I am pretty busy, um, Thank thankfully. Uh, I um, I keep myself working. I'm a woman in comedy, so... The opportunities for me and, and being a woman of color are, you know, far less than any of the people around me who are always complaining. So to hear a white man complain about how he's not going to get a TV show, a white straight man, you know, I'm like, well, you know, imagine being a gay dude who's always the sidekick on a show. Yeah. It has to be the comic relief who you don't hear the, the story of the, that guy's plight or, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. a, as a as a woman of color, they want me to be loud and, and ignorant and obnoxious. And they expect me to be, do the Rosie Perez, do the <laughs> Sofia Bargara I'm like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> oh,
1: wait, but know. can you do it?
0: No, because I,
1: I speak English.
0: <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So my mom worked really hard so that I could speak English. And then I go into an audition and they're like, can you do an accent? And I'm like, can you suck my... You can say it. You can say it. Go for it. <laughs> it's here. so annoying. Yeah, but uh, you know, it's it, it. I have to stay, maintain, keep my focus, and remember that the cream rises to the top. I work really hard, and I work on being a good comic, and just I just got to continue to believe that opportunities will come for me, and they do because yeah. I, you know I I line myself up with the work. But it's, you hear these guys complain all the time. I can't believe she got a show. She's not even funny. All she does is talk about sucking dick. All you talk about is masturbating and porn. Yes, so, right. Shut up. Exactly. Every
1: dude talks about the
0: same thing. How many?
2: Dude, and there's so many, as to your point, male stand-up comedians. We've all seen a million of their shows. I have a million friends that do stand-up comedy, so you sit through their shows, and then that person's a headliner, and they all talk about the same shit. It's funny, Mm -hmm. but they do. They really do. It's like,
0: how do you not see that? And you know what? Hollywood appoints them, because the machine likes to appoint who they like. The funny thing is that those guys are not relatable not just to us because we're women or me because I'm a person of color, but if you go to Iowa or Minnesota or Nebraska, those hardworking people that don't have these glamorous lives, they don't know what you're talking about (laughs) when you're talking about your Uber driver or you're talking about these people go to work every day. That that's the rest of the country. Those are the people that watch your TV shows. And then you wonder why your shows get canceled. Nobody can relate to this skinny white boy. That's a vegan talking about (laughs) how he jacks off the porn on at noon on day these people are busy working yeah, and, not, right. and no, you know, and no diss to them because their perspective and their point of view is valid, but they just douse us with that so much. And yeah. then we wonder why TV shows get canceled because the rest of the country can't relate to that. Exactly. You know, they're people, they're not caricatures. They're not in Hollywood. They don't wake up at noon. They by noon, they are a lunch break from work. Exactly. You know what I mean? And it's just, <laughs> you, I even young people that I meet across the country that are, in other places they can't relate to that they're not walking around with skinny jeans you know (laughs) eating a salad that they paid 23 dollars for they're 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 trying to make a way and make it through life so so you have obviously a really
2: broad range of the country through like touring with shows right so how do you keep your shows relatable then
0: well i mean I, i just talk about the human experience i try my best not to get You know, I I definitely don't brag about what I have because I live in Hollywood and because I'm an entertainer. That's certainly not the way to go get the people by way of comedy and say, hey, I'm just like you. But, you know, um, I I, I don't eat that. And I don't I mean, I I try my best to just. Talk about the human experience, my my life and how I grew up. You have two kids. I do have two kids and being a mom and being, you know, just talk about my life. Like, and so many people, how many white men come up to me after my shows and say, I'm so glad I came to see you. I didn't think women were funny. And then I saw you and I can relate to your experience. Like, it happens more more to me than the, the guys that open for me because they... They are listening to something that is a reflection of their lives. Mm-hmm. I'm not insulting them or berating them for not having, you know, a Birkin bag or, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> yes. Yes.
1: So you also have a show called Truth Serum. I do. So can you tell us a little bit about that?
0: Truth Serum is a show that I do on Tuesdays. It's a uh, it's a video a video podcast. The owner of the station is always pissed with me because I I call it everything. everything. It's a podcast. It's a radio. (laughs) It's a show where we talk about issues and I have comedians come on and we get serious because everybody expects comedians to always be clowns. And we talk about everyday issues from a real place. And we talk about like yesterday, we talked about the LGBT school in Atlanta that is opening and it's a kindergarten through 12th grade school for children that are in the LGBT community. Nice. Um, We talked about uh, the guy who wanted to legalize rape on private property who says that women should be penalized for being raped when they're on somebody else's property, which sounds completely...
1: I did not hear that, and that is ludicrous. What if she is taken, like, to the place? Like, what if she didn't go there willingly? She might be there now, but, like...
0: Well, I mean... What if somebody kills somebody on somebody's property? Do you yeah. get away because... No, you know? it's fine because it's your house. so You yeah. can do whatever the fuck you want. It, right. So, it, it you know, and we talk about stuff like that. in comed- I mean, it's funny because a lot of comedians have a funny spin on heavy things, but we talk about that kind of stuff. And, you know, I get a lot of uh, backlash. I get a lot of people who... Um, get pissed off. I did the nightly show and I got death threats. Wait, of-
2: so what do you think, like, what's the biggest thing you think you've said or brought to light in one of these shows that people had the hugest problem with?
0: Uh Basically, I think it's, it's not so much that what I'm saying, it's because I'm saying it that really bothers me. Wait, what, is, what do you mean by that? Because I am a woman of color. Oh, that's just, I The mean- misogyny and the <sighs> racism is so alive. You go to my Facebook, like my like page, you will see people call me or threaten me or say, because I, I stand up for what I believe in. And I, and it's, I'm not politically oriented. Like I really don't care about either of the parties. I've been registered independent since I started voting. Cause I vote for people and issues. I'm not, I'm not part of the Yankees red Sox right. Political uh, <laughs> circus that's going on. now. I have a Democrat. I'm a proud right wing. It feels so civil war still doesn't yeah, it? It's, <laughs> getting, it's so silly. Well, yeah. I mean, it's so extreme and the, the, when you talk to most human beings, they're not that extreme about anything. They, You're right. They, when, no. When it comes to human emotions, Being again. so
2: left or so right is crazy to me. And to put yourself in that
1: category, it's just not realistic. It's also a little archaic. Because if everything yeah. else is changing, shouldn't they make more parties? Yeah.
2: Well, and Shouldn't those parties know. have Why different platforms? Just, Why don't you just be who you are and not be like,
0: I'm this? Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I have very mixed views on a lot of things. And sometimes I pull a little more conservative and sometimes a little more liberal. But I certainly don't ever want anybody to be hurt you know I don't hate people because of uh their race or their gender and and it's hard not to hate men with the way they treat us you know what I mean it's hard not to want to say I hope you know every man that's out there hating on women get raped in a parking lot you know with a dry dildo you know yeah. what I mean like you don't dry dry dry, dry so it hurts a extra. lot AF. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, and I don't because I, I I believe that you know all human beings are are you know that are worthy of life and love and liberty and the pursuit of happiness. But don't get mad at me because I'm speaking out of against, uh, I think what, I think the thing that drew the most, uh, controversy was when, um, the, the, I think he was a Colonel Andrews and Stacy dash talked about president Obama and they, they called, she called him a piece of shit. And he said he called him a pussy. And I said that, I thought that that was, that was poor judgment as someone who's been in the military to call uh-huh. their commander in chief a pussy. And I don't care if it's Obama or George Bush. I just don't think it's, I think we need to get back to a place where we respect our leaders because yeah. we're so disrespectful of the of the leadership people from other countries look at us and disrespect us cuz they're like those people are they don't even care right. so why what should I- we that's why people throw shoes at George Bush or you know people throw tomatoes at Donald Trump because the, the our political situation has become a circus and so when I said that Oh, my God. I mean, I, I, actually, someone flew down to North Carolina with me for one of my weekends because they were concerned about my state. No way. Wow. Because yeah, I was going to the South, and they were like, we don't want anything to happen to you. We want to make sure you're okay. Jeez. And I have security people that are traveling with me now because people get really, really bent out of shape when um, wow when they figure out that black people are free like <laughs> wait they, they just figured it out you're like oh my god i
2: can't it, i mean to me i it's uh, i think that i still am in shock here even hearing things like this like yeah randomly you'll hear people doing or saying something super racist every now and then and you're like well it's a reminder that it's still really alive and okay. like i think the community i live in and where i grew up I grew up in San Francisco It wasn't really it was a mix of all of the people for most of the time so to me it still shocks me to hear things like that that people are like crazy and And we're from
1: Miami so
0: we're from Florida and the misogyny is even worse because if you uh, if you look at so when people attack Sarah Palin, like the liberals attack Sarah Palin, they call her stupid and they'll say she's an idiot. She doesn't know what she's talking about. A lot of times she doesn't. She's ranting and she's just drawing on emotion and pushing the buttons. But when you hear the, the conservative people talk about Hillary Clinton, it's violent. It's sexual. Yeah. It's aggressive. It's, and I'm not I'm not claiming sides or I'm not defending sides, but the arguments are really different. Like I, you know, Hillary Clinton needs to get raped, you know, by five black men. Jesus, in the party. So why do you
2: think it's different?
0: I I think because it comes from misogyny and racism, and I think that. A lot of people who are fighting to keep America great or go back to what America used to be are just really having a difficult time coping with the ever-changing times that women and, and people of color are entitled to And you to think right. Hillary Clinton represents that. Oh, my God. If the fact, Listen, America... Barack Obama is a black man and Hillary Clinton is a woman and Barack Obama became president before a white woman. What does that tell you about the way they feel about women? Of course. Right. You know what I mean? And not, not to say that President Obama doesn't deserve to be there because I, I'm no one I'm not political analyst to, that really is you know qualified to say that but I will say that I do believe that you know women have such a long way to go they have mm-hmm. such a long way to go worldwide it's, it is a, a universal issue for us you know, and if you look at the way women are treated everywhere, this this black dude was on my Facebook page the other day saying, I disagree with you that women are the most oppressed group on the planet. Then you don't know what you're talking about because your daughter's going to grow up and make less money than a man have to be worried about being raped. If she goes to Africa, she'll get circumcised. If she goes to the Middle East, she could get stoned to death for being raped. If she goes to China or and has a baby, it can get aborted mm-hmm. because it's a, a girl. Right. You know what I mean? It's Sex slaves, like-, like the whole thing. Everything. All over the, the and if you if you can't honestly say that that is the case then you are living in denial
2: denial so, yeah. or just not knowledgeable enough to know yeah. the facts or hatred or hatred yeah, or and, hatred, yeah. And,
1: and that exists so since we believe that women should have rights absolutely we are big fans of the app bumble
0: oh nice you got you got me on all the apps
1: yes exactly well so now there's another one that you have to get on well you have you have a relationship but so, or you don't. You might have one. We don't know, which is why we're going to play this game right now and find out. So, we're going to have Ida use our Bumble accounts and write to some of the people we've matched with and see what her opening line is going to be. We want her truth serum to I come love out. It. We yes. want
2: her, like, I'm going to tell you like it is because we, I think an outside party helps and an outside honest party helps. So, we,
0: and you're funny. I I mean, I've been heavy today, but I've been known to be funny. Uh, Raya, you can suck my dick. You guys wait. Yeah, tell. Yeah. Yeah. And I believe it's rooted in ageism or racism. Well, I can't say ageism because some of my girlfriends that are white are, you know, are actually my age. Um, I just have kids. But uh, you should be ashamed of yourself for the way your elitism and uh, your lack of truth with your app. And I am writing the funniest blog about you, <laughs> so I want you to know. I hope they tell you. I hope I'm going to read that. <laughs> I, I want to know what you it. have to say. <laughs>
2: okay, so this is Jen's phone. We're on Bumble, and these are some matches that she needs to respond
1: to. So you see at the top, there's the, the circles that it say like expiring connections, and there are yellow dots next to it. Okay, so Eric with a K. Uh, all the way.
0: Yes,
2: top left. Yeah, okay. well, yeah, Eric, well, yeah, no, she just click on Eric and then now you can talk to him. That, yeah, uh, he said,
0: yeah. first of all, we're going to release Eric with a K because every Eric with a K that I know is gay. OK, so they're by, by <laughs> well, Eric by Eric. By Eric. Um, and uh, let's see, Louis P.S. Hi had had to fight. autocorrect. no doubting the end. Luckily, I won. Staying safe in this crazy weather today. P.S. it's taken me a while. I haven't been on much. He's a liar. (laughs) She's like, I don't even want to respond to him. A guilty mind needs no accusing is my response to him. Ooh, I like that. I haven't been on here a while.
2: We just want, I just want you to like pick somebody and just say, I mean, you're, Oh, is she? Oh,
0: she's responding. Are you responding to Lewis right now? Yeah. Oh, what did you say? <laughs> a guilty mind needs no accusing. You're Great. Oh, Why Great. would you tell somebody, I haven't been on, don't apologize. For yeah, being, just be like, hey, I am back. back. Right. No, that's a guilty person. Yeah. yeah. Okay. A person that's like, truth, is like, hey, what's up? They don't have to apologize yeah, for being on that. Yeah, that's a good point. That. True. That's a really good point. Absolutely. And yeah. he's not proud of what he's doing. Josh, uh, oh, I like Josh. Why do you like Josh? Um, You just got a good feeling? Kind yeah. eyes? Yeah, he does actually have kind eyes. He spells his name correctly. He's got a sweet smile. And he's holding a baby. Here we go. He's oh, to cam- He's campaigning. I don't okay. know, Josh. Stop the campaign, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to campaign, Josh. Like, take that puppy or that baby out of the photo right. because...
2: <laughs> Hopefully we like you without the baby anyway. I mean, I don't want that someone. baby to be around when we go on a date anyway, so back the...
1: L All up. the ones at the top are brand new. The ones that go straight across the top. It's like... Oh, these are... Yeah, so okay, you can quick. click into any of those. Okay, and literally. then now we need an opening line.
2: Yeah. Because Bumble, for those of you that don't know what we talk about it often, is... The app where you make a match and then the woman has to contact the man. The guy.
0: You have to contact him? What's yeah. What's opening line for him? Uh-huh. Okay. So this dude has a guy holding a maraca in front of him. Let me see that. Oh, wow, well, he looks fun. Okay. I'm into that. Okay. So he's so- letting you know that. Okay. So he's also sitting with a girl who's on her phone next to him. Oh. Um, i would say are you a missing cast member from the hills <laughs> oh that's what it looks my like. god okay click on it and yeah. and put that in there great oh, okay i love it i think the funniest when we do uh when we do our internet dating our funniest we always have funny with uh, Intros and and responses, and we get the best results out of that. When we go too heavy, like, oh, you you look so nice. I can see the warmth in your soul. Oh my like, goodness, like, no. <laughs> Mm-mm. And out comes then you the heart. If somebody has a good sense of humor, if they get all yes. bent out of shape, yeah,
1: totally. What kills me are like people's profiles though that say like a lot of sarcasm, oh, yeah. like where it's like trying too hard to be yeah, funny, but they're much. like yeah. it's like negative, and yeah. you, it just reads so negative, like. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. whatever. We're all on this app anyway, so you might as well swipe right on me. Okay. Yeah. I Don't like, make it a sad thing. I it's want, a cool thing. Yeah,
2: I want you to tell me a little bit about you and then say a funny line or two. Okay. One of my favorite ones still is some dude wrote on his – all his said in his profile was, I used to read Word Up magazine. Ah, and I, I like was him. like, done. You're not even that
1: cute. Done. Okay, um, who is that? This is Dean. What do we have for Dean?
0: Are you looking for a mommy for those babies? No. (laughs) Wait, why? What's the photo? Are they all babies?
2: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, dogs and babies. And all his profile pictures are like dogs and babies. Pulling out all the stops. So, yeah, I think that that's funny. Did you
1: rent those dogs and babies? Oh, my gosh.
2: I love that because it's also being funny. You're poking fun at the fact that he has dogs and babies in every photo. And then you're being like super hardcore with your... I wanna be your baby mama. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is clearly not the case. But anyway, okay, well, we are gonna have to this is what we're gonna do on our next week's show. We're gonna have Jen come back on, obviously because she's the host of the show. <laughs> I was like, where am I going? And bring her phone with her and we're going to see what these guys had to say. Yes, what they respond love- to your okay. Messages. Oh, my God. I'm so Perfect. excited to see what it is. God, now, I mean, I should have pulled mine up, but your one is enough.
1: Speaking of being funny on these apps, I actually read my profile the other day, and I was like, who wrote this story? Like, <laughs> oh, this I couldn't have less of a personality. It was like, I like to do yoga. I hang out with my family, and I like wine, and I like good company. That's so funny. Here's my Instagram name. You
0: know what mine is? Mm. Uh, I love spy- spicy tuna on rice cakes. Yes.
1: <laughs> that's yummy. That's my But headline. that's
0: like... On a, yeah. <laughs>
1: and and I, then that leaves people with something to say to you, like, it, hey, you want to go out and get that spicy tuna? I mm-hmm. think that also it says a little something about you and
2: your spiciness.
0: Yeah. Because you sense. are spicy. But you know, it's funny, it's not that serious, because some yeah. people get, I don't want to deal with somebody, like some, I go from Edgar Allen Poe, <laughs> you know, to uh, <laughs> Luis Marquez. I'm like, uh, okay, oh. I've just, I want to go out a few times. I want to have a good time. Yeah. Uh, let's Let's not conquer the world on date three. No. Yes. For
2: sure. Like, it's just a, you know how they say, um, it's just, uh, there was a book. It's just a fucking date? Was that what it was called? Oh, I don't know, but it oh, sounds I, amazing. I need to read that book. I think that's what it's called. It's just, yeah, it's just a fucking date or something like that. Well, I always say this to my girlfriends, too. Like, it's just a fucking text. Right. Come that's on. That's all it is. I have girlfriends that will mull over every word like, hey, um, I would love to hang out. Ooh, wait. Maybe I shouldn't say love. Is that too much? Should I say like? I'm oh, like, yeah, oh yeah. my God. Who's
1: got time for all that? Just well, say it. While I have my Bumble app open before I close it, I'm going to read you my profile, what it says very quickly. Hey, guys. With the little hand that's waving. I'm <laughs> from Miami. I'm 5'4", but I act 6'2". I am a terrible texter. My favorite movies are Rounders, Boiler Room, and all romantic comedies. I love animals and ice cream if the ice cream flavor is Pinot Noir. Very close to family and friends. Love a guy that can, ha- that can hang a shelf.
0: What do you think about that? Um, I think that's too much. Do I
1: was going to say, it sounds like a lot of words. It I was. I did all the characters you could possibly fit.
2: <laughs> like, I feel kind of like it's a little, like, I'm like, okay.
0: I think the, because you're, you uh, you're never going to have you guys are never going to have a problem finding a guy that's well, interested in you. It's you finding a guy that you are truly interested. True, in. yeah. Guy that's interested that's in you is never going to be a problem. So I think you should make them come to you. Your list. <clears throat> I think like a, a really cool list of like, like I used to read Word Up magazine. That would intrigue me. I as loved well. that because that that just lets you know that he's you know that's a somebody... good taste in music. A okay. and and you know up you know urban sensibility mm-hmm. has. Is up on the times, and it makes you want to know more. I think you, you guys need to do stuff like that. You don't, well. Okay, let me read you mine, which is probably
2: not all that good either. It's a little shorter, but it's, I tried to make it <laughs> funny, but maybe it's not. Okay. Social butterfly, spicy Italian, lover of animals, wine, and talking. Uh, and then, hosted after Buzz TV and two drunk girls TV. I'm a nice girl until you spill a drink on me. Holla. That's cute. I mean, uh, there's probably some stuff in there I can take out. Like, who cares that I'm a host of these shows? But I thought maybe it sh- talked about what I did for right. a living. But maybe that's not necessary. I could probably shorten it. I could, too.
0: Well, I think that uh, what you're going to do is attract groupies sometimes. Oh. You, uh, it's so hard to let people know what you're doing. Oh, my gosh. You know about that, I'm Male sure. are, male, male men, men are groupies just like girls. Like, the people think that it's exclusive to women. It's totally if not. If you see the, my Facebook inbox... I can make a web series about my Facebook inbox. You should. Do it. Do it. (laughs) My friends are like, expose them all. Do it. Do it. Oh, I would totally like. Oh, I'd be so into that. It's so interesting to hear men from that point of view say, "Oh, I always knew you were going to be talented."
1: Uh. To <laughs> oh my god, fanboys love it. Okay, uh. so where can people find you on social media and whatever you're doing right now that they so can I was watch and listen? You, I was
0: gesturing to you earlier because I'll be performing for Super Bowl weekend. Yes. Oh. I'll be at the San Jose Performing Arts Center Yay. with Kevin Hart's uh, <gasps> LOL comedy show. Yeah, what? awesome. So I'm the only woman, the only Latina, so I'm very proud of being on that show. Great. And we're there Saturday night. Okay. And then next weekend I'll be headlining the San Francisco Punchline. I love. I the love
2: the Punchline.
0: Oh no! Nice. I've been there a million times. Great com- comedians have come through there that I've seen, and always a good show. Oh, it's so fun! We're, I'm there. I'm headlining val- Valentine's Day weekend. Oh, so it's gonna be hilarious. I wish I was there that. I'm, I'm dedicating that weekend to talking about. Relationships. Love and relationships and stuff like that. Maybe. And then as far as your social media, where can people? It's funny, Ida, Aida, A-I-D-A um, dot com. And that's my Twitter, my Snapchat, which I love Snapchat. My Instagram, which I hate Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and Twitter, yeah, I said Twitter, and Periscope. And on, on Facebook, it's Aida, uh, A-I-D-A dot Rodriguez. And if you want to bring it, because I do these videos called I'll Say It For You, and I get hate. Like, the other day, I w- there's an... Let me... And I'll end with this. There's an app called Bros. I don't know if you heard about it. No. no it's for men. To have bromance. Oh, yes. They I have, have man- heard of it. Mm-hmm. But they can have sex with each other and still identify straight. But but it's also,
2: yes, yeah, they, they the app claims that it's not like a homosexual oriented app. But if you want to do it, it's
1: okay. That's like kind of yes. what they say. Well, but- and there's like discretion because you, you would. Yeah. How is it that they're still straight after they do? Well, it's just saying don't worry about it. It like just makes you feel, it's
2: like, it's fine. You don't have to. This, we're here to be friends and have a bromance and they play on that term. But if you want to. To have sex, you can, and it's totally cool. But it's not grinder.
0: and you don't have to tell women yeah. that you're you have sex with men. Yeah, hell, oh. and it's really, really creepy because there's so a clinical therapist behind it saying oh. that men have so much social pressure on them, and they shouldn't have to succumb to labels, and they should be able to. Well, fix- that's for anybody. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Well, that's crazy.
2: Anyway, Lauren Leonelli, where can people find you? You can find me at Lauren Leonelli on Twitter, Facebook, Vine, Instagram, and my website. And don't forget about Two Drunk Girls at all the the social media at Two Drunk Girls. And we drop our video tomorrow at 3, so make sure you watch that Super Bowl.
1: And you can follow us at Complicated Show on all of the things and me, Jennifer Golden, on all of the same sites as well. Uh, We will be back next week with another show. We have... Blake Jameson, who is actually the Tinder hack specialist. Yeah, and don't
2: forget to tell a friend, rate us on iTunes, and come back next week and listen to our show. Have fun Super Bowl weekend, guys. Be safe.
1: Have fun. Bye. Bye. You're listening to It's Complicated with Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli, only on L.A. Talk Radio.